it's time for Discussions. Welcome to Discussions. This has the potential to be our most powerful episode yet, because we did some previous episodes on discipline, but my best friend hit me up and he said, you gotta come harder than that on discipline. You gotta show me how to get back into my discipline, even if I have a night out, even if I've got to change my sleep schedule from traveling. How can I get back into the swing of things when I've fallen off track of my discipline? And I said, I can't talk to you when you're hungover. I can't talk to you when you're jet lagged because those are catalysts that are taking you away from your discipline that you've built. And it's a serious uphill battle trying to go to the gym when you're hungover or do study, do work when you're jet lagged, hungover. So I told him, you can't battle that. We're not talking about the day after. What we're talking about is avoiding the catalysts. Easier said than done, of course, but we're going to talk about ways that you can avoid catalysts that will cause negative impacts on you, which for him was sending him off track with his discipline. So to avoid a catalyst, you need to derive more pleasure from avoiding it than you would from doing it. Now, a really simple example of this um, is, let's say, drinking and partying versus uh, going to the gym and, and trying to get a great physique. They kind of go against each other because you're getting a lot of calories when you're partying, drinking, and then the day after when you're hungover. And it just generally doesn't work well together. It's also hard to gym the next day and the next next day. So this is a kind of a metaphor for any decisions you have. When you have a negative thing that you're doing that's throwing you off track and a positive thing that you want to be doing instead. And as Tony Robbins teaches, your body's going to go towards what brings you less pain and more pleasure. So if you get more pleasure from partying than you do from looking at the mirror and seeing the results you've done, then you're going to choose to party. But if you're familiar with that feeling of, of every morning seeing this body that you're proud of and you can feel that, it's going to make you not want to party and it's going to make you, or at least party more healthily, not drinking. And that's a, a simplified example, but that's how you can change your habits by putting more pleasure associated with the healthy version and more pain associated with the unhealthy option. So here's an example of a trade that I had to make recently. Coming into Christmas period, I made the decision to stop drinking, especially during the, the party period, but that's when it was the hardest, but instead to spend all of my time making this podcast and creating content. And the way that it works when you stop drinking that I've found is this, and I've done a year of non-drinking before when I wanted to have uh, business success. And when you stop drinking, it just frees up so much time in a good way and a bad way because you've got all this extra time, but sometimes it's on the Friday, Thursday, Saturday nights when your friends are partying. Or even if you go join them for the meal, but then you go home at a, a reasonable hour. You're left with a, a huge void. And if you fill that with something positive, which for that year was me trying to build a business, you fill it with something positive and then it's a great trade. If you fill it with nothing, it's you're never going to stick with that. It's not a good trade. So you got to have the pleasure of what you fill it with being greater than the void that that 
giving up a bad habit leaves you. And by choosing not to drink over the Christmas period, I remember I went to a friend's miss Christmas party. Then I came home and I filmed an episode because I was sober. And that's a clear cut example of, of me electing to great content in place of drinking. And it ties into the books Atomic Habits and The Power of Habit. They look pretty similar, those two books. But what they talk about is kind of a circle called the cue, the routine, and the reward, a variation of that. And what it means is that throughout our lives, we'll see a cue. And that will make us want to do a routine. And after we do that routine, we'll feel the reward. Our body loves habits because it, it frees up the conscious brain. When we have stuff automatically, it's a, it's a great way for our brain to function. And great athletes will make their decisions on the field automatically. And that's how habits work. It's the unconscious part of the brain deciding uh, you know, what we should do. So they recommend that when you want to change a habit, you keep that same cue, you keep that same reward, and you just change the routine. So if I wanted to feel awake in the morning, and I wanted to stop my caffeine addiction, if I want to stop having a coffee, usually it goes like this, wake up, and I'm tired. As soon as I wake up, that's the cue to go get a coffee. I drink the coffee and the reward is I know I'm about to get an energy kick. I feel good from having my habitual coffee. And if I wanted to change that, I can't really change the cue. I'm still going to wake up. I can't really change the reward because I do want to feel good early on in the morning. What can I do to change the routine? Bam, I go for a walk, 10 minute, 20 minute, 30 minute walk. It's going to wake me up just like a coffee would have. And that's what the book recommends. They say you can't really change habits, but you can adapt them. You can uh, adjust them. So try that out and check out those books if you want to take your habit changing a little bit further. And for me, when you change a habit or you start going to the gym, you start dieting, it's all about sticking with it. And if you start studying, etc. And the way that you can stick with it is by cranking up that reward system. Uh, we spoke about in a previous episode, the key activity tracker that lets you visually highlight the cells when you've, when you've done tasks. And the old study whiteboard where you're visually seeing how many hours of study you've done a week. So if you can create a reward system that reminds you of how successful you're being, um, th that can definitely help you stick with it. And I've got a couple tips here that, that might be able to help you on your journey. When my friends ask me for gym advice, I kind of tell them what to do, but I say, go do that for a week, two weeks, that, that change of diet, change of exercise, and then shave your chest and see how much better your abs look after that two weeks of exercise. Because when you shave the hair on your body, you, you, your abs pop out so much more and you just look better. So that's a reward that you can give yourself at the two-way mark. Uh, two-week mark. And I always do that when I do my, my shred times because it's hard to diet, it's hard to gym, but that day you finally um, you know, trim your body hair, bam, you're seeing the reward, you're seeing the progress. And that good feeling of the progress that you've had is going to inspire you to do another two weeks, then another two weeks. And the changes that you see every two weeks is really going to inspire you to keep going. And feel free to throw a tan in there or a fake tan in there as well because it's really going to motivate you. Uh, if you're serious about getting fitter, it's hard and use all the resources you can. So if you do two weeks of gym, cardio, dieting or whatever, feel free to take my advice. 
trim your body hair, chuck on a little fake tan and see your results. And I promise you that will, will motivate you to keep going. And we're going to talk now about pain points. Because when you want to change in your life, sometimes you got to hit a pain threshold that, that says, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm ready for change. And for me, last year after I got my bodybuilding coach, I went on a bit of a bulk because uh, he told me to up my calories. I was happy to lose, uh, lose my abs and other things for a number of months. Then I had a back surgery, so I stopped gymming and I still had that extra weight. And because I was out of shape, I didn't really care what I was eating. And so I remember one day just for fun, went to McDonald's, got a full meal. And then on the way home from McDonald's, I did the drive through at Hunger Jack's. So I ate all that and I got home and I was thinking, what the heck? I just double dipped in the fast food market. And I said, no more. That last bite was the last bite. And I think it's been like three months now where I've just been on a, uh, a strict diet and hitting the pain threshold is what inspired me to do that. So it's, it's been pretty easy since that day um, because I just didn't even want to think about ever eating fast food since that day. And so you can sometimes come up with your own pain points or wait for one to hit you. But when it does, that is a great catalyst for a habit change. And don't let a good pain threshold break go to waste because it can really be used to, to inspire self-transformation. And I use fitness as a metaphor a lot because I believe that once you get your fitness sorted, you're building up the exact same discipline muscles that you'll need in your career. The, the discipline muscles that it takes to go to the gym every day are going to be the same discipline muscles that take, it takes to wake up early and go to work. So if you can nail discipline in the fitness and diet aspect of your life, I'm pretty sure it's going to help you have more discipline at work, in your social life, in your family life, etc. I think it's all the same discipline muscles. And they can all kind of be a circle that inspires you to do the next thing and gives you confidence to do the next thing. So that's the ways that we can improve our discipline. And here's a little discipline hack that I'll tell you that someone's probably never told you before. For a while, during my uh, health kick in the last few months, I kind of only went to the gym when I didn't feel like going. So if it was middle of the day or late at night and I didn't want to gym, I'd say this, perfect, it's time to gym. Because if you only gym when, you're, when you don't feel like it, there's never excuse not to gym. There's no amazing feeling of gymming or time to gym to compare it to. So that's obviously hard the first time and the second time, but if you get through two of those, it's such a good recipe because if you only gym when you don't feel like it, then you're never gonna skip a session because there's just no excuse. And you wanna see some proof? These podcasts, I never feel ready to do these podcasts, but because even the first one, I never felt ready. The second one, I never felt ready. We're in the 20s now, and guess what? I just start, I just press record and I get to it. So if I'm going to give you my best advice on discipline, it's this. You've got to build up to it, first and foremost. Start with something easy and build up that discipline muscle. And then use that progress as motivation to keep going. So that's one. Start slow. Two, it's going to take sacrifice. You're going to have to make decisions. There's a limited amount of time in the day. You're going to have to make the call. Do you want to be watching sports or do you want to be at the gym? Make the decision especially when it comes to things like watching sports or building a business on the weekend like that. If you're working full time, that's a tough decision to make, but it can be really rewarding. Three, visualize success and reward yourself. And I mean this in the nicest way, but 
when you know what it feels like to have a six pack, look in the mirror, feel good, show it off in public, that is a huge reward, that feeling. It's a reward for all that effort you've done. And if you've never had that level of fitness before, it's probably something that's hard to picture. And you're not going to want to turn down that meal because there's no bright side to it. You might think like, what's the benefit of, of having a great physique? But until you kind of experience it, it's it's hard to explain. But when you are in that, that good physique mode and you're getting that enjoyment every day, guess what? I can happily, happily turn down that, that fancy meal. I don't even want to look at it. I don't want to eat it. I'm happy to eat my, my strict diet because the rewards I'm getting just far, far outweigh the taste of that food or the feeling I'm going to get for half an hour from that food. And I can relate to loving food to lift your mood. I think that's what, unfortunately, I think that's how food is for a lot of people. Food is another thing that triggers our reward system, gives us that good chemicals in our brain. And when I used to have severe back pain, sciatica down the leg, I would eat like the biggest takeaway lunches because it just took my mind off it and it made me feel good for an hour. And I think that's a terrible habit to have. I don't even know if I should be admitting that, but it's true. So I've seen both sides of the equation, using food as a crutch and using food as a tool to help me achieve my goals. And food is kind of a metaphor here because dieting only once you know what a great body feels like is synonymous to saying spending my weekend building a business without knowing what it feels like to be a millionaire. So if I don't know what it feels like to own my own business and have many employees and have freedom to, to work anytime I want, etc., if I don't know that feeling of having millions, how can I be motivated now to spend my whole weekend trying to build a business? And it's the same as people who say that that food, not eating that delicious food is too boring. Me saying, building this business is too boring on my special weekends. What do I do? Because that's in the position I'm in right now. What I'm going to do or what I could do is visualize that success and try and understand deeply what that success would mean to me and feel that business ownership just like someone who has a six-pack already feels that six-pack proudness because if the six-pack proudness helps you turn down the bad foods, the feeling that I'm imagining of being the business owner and picturing myself in that life is what's going to motivate me to do the hard yards now. So that's something I'm lacking at the moment and something I'm definitely going to crank up after this podcast. And a version I did of this in the past was when I wanted to get a big job raise and enter a different field, I drove to Officeworks and I bought their framed awards, the certificates, I guess that corporations buy to give out to their staff. So I had this huge award and I put it in my room and I took, took the certificate out from the glass and I wrote to myself, to Campbell Kennett, for achieving this role, and I named the role, and earning X amount that I wrote down. And I had that next to my bed. It was a visual reminder of how good it's going to feel to achieve that. So every day when I saw that certificate to myself, I didn't even see it as written to myself. I saw it as a, a certificate I was given for getting that role and getting that paycheck. And that helped me feel that feeling of success now in the months that it took to build up to that career and gain the skills that it would take to get that, that career. And I successfully did that. I think it was only six months later. It wasn't the exact salary, but it was close enough. And it was the exact role, and it, it did feel great 
when it came true. But I don't think that is the important part. I think the important part was that seeing that certificate inspired me during the hard times, the six months building up to, to achieving it. And let's go and visualize that future success we want. Feel that pleasure now and use that pleasure to substitute in for the pleasure from our negative habits. So thank you for joining me on this thought experiment. And let's go achieve those dreams in the business world, the body world, the friends world, the family world by using the tools that we discussed today. So thank you for joining us and subscribe so we can bring you more content. Mm -hmm.